Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, Book 1, Chapter 18, 10th Meditation, How the Soul Chooses the Devout Life. Preparation. First, place yourself in the presence of God. Second, humble yourself before him and ask his aid. Considerations. First, once more imagine yourself in an open plain alone with your guardian angel and represent to yourself on the left hand the devil, sitting on a high and mighty throne, surrounded by a vast troop of worldly men who bow bareheaded before him doing homage to him by the various sins they commit. Study the countenances of the miserable courtiers of that most abominable king, some raging with fury, envy, and passion, some murderous in their hatred, others pale and haggard in their craving after wealth, or madly pursuing every vain and profitless pleasure, others sunk and lost in vile, impure affections. See how all alike are hateful, restless, wild. See how they despise one another and only pretend to an unreal, self-seeking love. Such is the miserable reign of the abhorred tyrant. Second, on the other hand, Behold Jesus Christ crucified, calling these unhappy wretches to come to him and interceding for them with all the love of his precious heart. Behold the company of devout souls and their guardian angels. Contemplate the beauty of this religious kingdom. What lovelier than the troop of virgin souls, men and women pure as lilies, widows in their holy desolation and humility. Husbands and wives living in all tender love and mutual cherishing. See how such pious souls know how to combine their exterior and interior duties. To love the earthly spouse without diminishing their devotion to the heavenly bridegroom. Look around. One and all you will see them with loving, holy, gentle countenances. Listening to the voice of their Lord all seeking to enthrone him more and more within their hearts. They rejoice, but it is with a peaceful, loving, sober joy. They love, but their love is altogether holy and pure. Such among these devout ones as have sorrows to bear are not disheartened thereby and do not grieve over much, for their Savior's eye is upon them to comfort them and they all seek him only. Third, surely you have altogether renounced Satan with his weary, miserable troop by the good resolutions you have made. But nevertheless, you have not yet wholly attained to the King Jesus, or altogether joined his blessed company of devout ones. You have hovered betwixt the two. Fourth, 
the Blessed Virgin, St. Joseph, St. Louis, St. Monica, and hundreds of thousands more who were once like you, living in the world, call upon you and encourage you. Fifth, the crucified King himself calls you by your own name. Come, O oh my beloved, come and let me crown thee. The choice. First, O oh world, O oh vile company, never will I enlist beneath thy banner. Forever I have forsaken thy flatteries and deceptions. O oh proud king, monarch of evil, infernal spirit, I renounce thee in all thy hollow pomp. I detest thee in all thy works. Second, and turning to thee, O sweet Jesus, King of blessedness and of eternal glory, I cleave to thee with all the powers of my soul. I adore thee with all my heart. I choose thee now and ever for my King. And with inviolable fidelity, I would offer my irrevocable service and submit myself to thy holy laws and ordinances. Third, O blessed Virgin Mother of God, you shall be my example. I will follow you with all reverence and respect. O my good angel, bring me to this heavenly company. Leave me not until I have reached them, with whom I will sing forever in testimony of my choice. Glory be to Jesus, my Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, choices of priests, pattern of humility, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why at the end of this 10th meditation does St. Francis de Sales speak of this heavenly company? Why does he focusing on asking our guardian angel, the one that each of us has, to bring me, to bring you to this heavenly company? Well, he's emphasizing that the Christian life is not one that's made in isolation. We are part of a larger whole, call it a team if you want, a company, a group, the mystical body of Christ. But even within this mystical body, there is this blessed company of devout souls. And that's what we're really asking for in this 10th meditation. We're asking for the grace to commit ourselves, to make a choice, to live a devout life. We're not only asking for the grace to keep the commandments, to stay in a state of grace. No, we're asking for the grace to practice meditation, to frequent the sacraments. 
for asking for the grace of living in active love, by which we will try to follow the Lord in all of his inspirations. We don't want to be any more in the company of those who commit sin. We don't want to be in the company of those who are under the power of the devil. We don't want to be in the company of those who waver back and forth. No, we want this active love that we call devotion to be in our hearts. We want this love to be poured into our hearts. We want to be part of the company of devout souls with their guardian angels who think it's lovelier to be with the saints than to not be with them. We want to know in a quiet way that this life of devotion is better than anything else, no matter how it seems at times. Yes, we have sorrows to bear. Yes, there will be days of being disheartened. Yes, there will be grief. But we have our Savior's eye upon us. Our Savior is looking at us. Our Savior is with us, and he will comfort us. And it's not only our Lord Jesus who's looking upon us. We have all the saints in heaven encouraging us. Mary, Joseph, our favorite saints, St. Philip, St. Francis himself, hundreds of thousands of them encouraging us. In other words, if you add up all the good angels and you add up all the saints, there are more people on the side of our Lord than not. But even outside of the saints, the greatest encouragement is our Lord himself, our crucified King, who every day asks us to start again, every day calls us by our own name, we're like Mary Magdalene at the tomb. Every day he speaks to us. Mary, he says to her. He knows us by name. He knows us individually. He knows what's best for us. And he can give that to us. He alone can give that to us. He alone knows how to bring life out of death. And he wants to crown us. But we can only be crowned if we follow him. And that's what the devout life is all about. The devout life is a life of following Jesus as closely as we can. It's not about becoming a saint in one day or two days or four days. No, it's a slow path. But it's the path of fidelity to him. It's a path of turning forever as best we can from sin and our affections for sin. We don't want to be sad anymore about giving up sin. We want to be on the side of our Lord. We want to cleave to him. We want to be close to him. We want to submit ourselves to his laws and his ordinances. And we want to find our joy in him and in prayer. And that's why we make these 10 meditations to prepare us to make this choice, to prepare us to make this general confession, 
prepare us to pick up our cross and to follow him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.